Welcome to Diary of a Serial Hostess. Today's article is called Birds of a Feather. They flock together, creating a mix for friends and acquaintances and how the latter becomes the former. And a fantastic scallion and cheddar drop biscuit recipe. In the world of high society, a well-set table is more than just exquisite plates and delicate crystal. What makes a dinner party really shine is not the nine-armed candelabra or the hundred votive candles, but the people who are sitting around at your table. Yes, your actual friends and acquaintances are the most exotic, wonderful, decorative, and glamorous accents of all. Like Tom Wolfe so, so rightly described in Bonfire of the Vanities, social people get a sort of high when in presence of other social people. There's a sense of giddy excitement to be in the same room as a famous tycoon, a celebrity, or a royal. Grand dames will elbow each other just to get near the grandest person in the room. And let's not even discuss what happens to these doyens when there's a photographer nearby. I have seen the most atrocious behavior. Knickers fly. A good hostess knows intuitively how to create that mix of people that is so successful. Very much like matchmakers of old, people who entertain often and well have a sense of who goes with whom. You can't just put everyone you know in the room and hope for the best. As they say, birds of a feather. A long time ago, I read a book on manners and protocol that suggested one must always have a famous person in the party. Famous person in quotation marks. Well, I don't know how many famous people are available for my dinners, but I think what it means is that you must invite someone who is important to you. Someone who shines and generally sings for their supper. What these protocol books don't tell you is that these people that they're talking about are actually friends of yours. And so on top of their fame, in quotation marks, there is that little thing called feelings. Your friend's emotional well-being must always come first. Not all combinations of people work. Mixing it up is great, but beware of too much eccentricity. Some people will think it's hip and cool, and others will just run back home and roll their eyes but you know your group. And there is a difference between a party and a dinner at home. So here are a few thoughts on creating the right mix. Billionaires only like being with other billionaires. So if you're going to invite one, you must find another and invite them. Billionaires can only talk to each other. Apparently they feel set up and they're always afraid that someone with fewer assets is going to ask them for money. The same goes for people with private planes. <laughs> famous people have feelings too. I guess we need to define famous here. A celebrity, an actor, a socialite, your child's teacher. I just want to know who's in charge of keeping tabs of all of this. And I'm going with the most important person in the room for me. Mixing is great, but the wrong mix will curdle. It is now common to invite or not people based on their political affiliations. Bad, 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 seriously. Surely we have more in common with each other than who we voted for. Find the commonality among your friends and steer the conversation that way. As you create your Rolodex of friends, I'm dating myself with this, I never actually own one. Think of mixing friends and acquaintances in the hopes that the latter become the former. I also like a rotation so that you can see different people and the combinations are always a bit unexpected. 
This is what encourages lively and interesting conversation. Mixing it up is not about asking people from different parts of town. It is about mixing their personalities. Invite a lively chatterbox with a shy introvert friend. Ask someone who likes to carry all conversations with those who like to listen. And unless so inclined, avoid all lawyers or all doctors or all sailors for that matter. The conversation will undoubtedly turn to their professions, leaving the outsiders well outside. Someone I knew once mentioned that she didn't have time to make new friends. She just wanted to collect people, in quotations, to fill her table. That may be great if only you entertain at charity events where there's music so loud that you can't really hear each other. Seriously, why even think of entertaining that way? I love lively conversation among friends, cherish that time together, and share stories and anecdotes. There's nothing like good friends around the table, billionaires or not. Sincerely, the serial hostess. And one little bit of housekeeping. Many of you have already asked me to become paid subscribers. Thank you, thank you. So to do so, just type in your email in the box in the, on the email that you'll see and just follow the instructions. And um, paid subscribers, besides reading the regular email that I send, will have access to some special things like recipes and offers from different companies and um, things that I may um, share to be a little bit more exclusive. But in any case... Um, thank you so much for supporting me and for supporting Diary of a Serial Hostess. Until next time.